This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Good morning, listeners of Real Presence Radio across our whole listening area of the Upper Midwest. A beautiful August morning here in Dickinson, southwest North Dakota. I'm Amanda Ellerkamp with my co-host Kelly Schneider coming to you from the Fisher Commons in Trinity Junior High and High School. And it's just been a lovely show. I can't believe we're to the last segment. Right? Right? I feel like, oh, we can just keep talking. Right? Should we call back Father, see if that's allowed? Just keep going. Just keep going all morning. (laughs) But Yes, more coffee and we'll just be good to go. But uh, for our last segment here, we are joined by a former Titan, really just keeping it in the family this morning, I feel like. We've got, yeah, all all over the place. A a former Titan, Jillian Kubik, former Jillian Jasek. She works at Queen of Peace Parish, just across the parking lot from us here. Good morning, Jillian. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. You know, we've had a few busy weeks at Queen of Peace, but I'm so glad, so glad to be here with you today. We're so glad uh, to have you also as, like I said, a former Titan. Yes. Do you want to like give a shout out to what year you were graduated or is that like asking a lady her age? (laughs) No, it is usually like that, but I I graduated in 2016. I see you're so young enough that that's, that's not uh, inappropriate for me to ask you. Yeah. So, uh, 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 Trinity High School graduate mm-hmm. and now married and back in the Dickinson area. So tell our listeners a little bit about what your role over, over at the parish and what you're doing here. Sure. Yeah. So um, my title is uh, the director of evangelization. And so I, um, I kind of just oversee all of the uh, encounters uh, with Christ at the parish. Um, so that might, um, and, and in the parish boundaries as well. So um you know, practically, I do the website and the bulletin and communications. Uh, I also um, handle all the liturgies, uh, funerals, uh, liturgical ministers, wedding preparations, uh, sacramental preparations, baptisms, uh, like I said, weddings and, and confirmations, all those kinds of things, as well as outreach to uh, the nursing homes and um, our homebound and uh, also uh, to DSU. Oh, yes. So I get to kind of be a sort of quasi campus minister to them. We had our first, uh, we had a fairs, uh, an organization fair yesterday there at DSU. So I got to, we, there were so many students who stopped by and want to be involved. So I'm really, really looking forward to, to this year. With That's them. beautiful. And it's a beautiful kind of a newer ministry that we have in the Dickinson area or renewed perhaps yes. uh, of, of getting that uh, Catholic presence back at, at the college or for those college students in the Dickinson area. We don't have a formal Newman Center for those that aren't familiar with the area uh, of having that. I love that title of that director of evangelization and all that encompasses. But I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't write it down, those boundaries that you said. (laughs) I mean, is there really a boundary, Jillian? Because that was like all over the place, right? Yeah, it was everywhere. That's very all-encompassing. But but the title speaks to that, right? Because evangelization is really all -hmm. of those things that you do. Something as simple as the Mm -hmm. bulletin. Mm-hmm. but as grandiose as planning an event for college students. Right. Yeah. We, we just, you know, I, I would say that I see my position as, yeah, just any time that anyone in our parish boundaries encounters us, Queen of Peace, or 
encounters Jesus, you know, I, I wanted to be, you know, beautiful and, you know, in uh, an intimate moment with Christ. And so, yeah, from the bulletin to uh, who's serving at mass to, uh, you know, how many pews uh, that flowers are on for a wedding, you know, it's all, all the, de- all the details are important. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of depends what the week look, yeah. looks like. So, yeah. Yeah. All those things are important. You know, and sometimes mm-hmm. we forget about that. You know, you I think do. about the big things, which mm-hmm. are important, True, but the little things are important too. Mm-hmm. And God cares about those little mm-hmm. things he does. of our life and he can meet us there as well. So yes. Very, very, very good. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you mentioned, uh, you know, the, the parish boundaries mm-hmm. and we have four parishes in yes. Dickinson. Uh, and this last Saturday, we blurred all those boundaries and we all came together <laughs> yeah. uh, for this celebration of life event, which was hosted at Queen of Peace because you have the space in the in the parking lot. And it's for those that aren't familiar with Dickinson, it's we almost share a parking lot when there's not construction going on uh, between uh, Trinity and Queen of Peace Parish. So tell our listeners a little bit about this uh, celebration of life event that we had this past Saturday was beautiful. My family and I Mm. were there as well as Kelly and her family. Yeah, I'd love to. So uh, the pastors, uh, you know, came together. They, they work so well together and have a really, a unified a vision of how to serve the Dickinson community. And they wanted, you know, they were hearing from parishioners and they had a desire uh, to really allow our charity to, to work. Um, and so before... Uh, Roe v. Wade was uh, overturned. They they wanted to do something in the hopes uh, that that would mm-hmm. happen, and so they were kind of waiting to see uh, when uh, when that judgment would come out. And when it did, uh, which was you know I, th- I can't remember the exact date, but we essentially had about four weeks to mm-hmm. to plan the, the celebration of life. We you know we had lots of ideas. Sure. Um, but uh, it was a beautiful day. We started the day with uh, speakers actually here at Trinity High School. It was so good to uh, be able to use this space. We had um, Connect Medical and Badlands Right to Life who came uh, with some promotional items and they interacted with uh, those who were present. Then we had uh, Dr. Joseph Stewart from the University of Mary who came and gave a really great uh, national um, bird's eye view of the history of abortion and um, yeah, kind of why this is e- why we're even in the situation that we are. Mm-hmm. And then we had representatives uh, Mike LaFour and Vicki Steiner who came and talked about uh, kind of at the state level wh- what's going on, how can we be involved, what are what are the kind of the key things we need to look at when we're voting and um, when our representatives are talking, what what should we be asking? Mm. And then Tara Zettle, the director of Connect Medical, gave a talk about locally, uh, what can we do to get our hands dirty here in, in Dickinson? Uh, and then we moved over to Queen of Peace for Mass with the Bishop, which was lovely and, and full. And uh-huh. it was so it was good fun. to to see the community come together for that. Mm-hmm. And then we went out to the parking lot and we had uh, we had a catered uh, supper and we had uh, beer gardens and uh, jumping castles and ice cream and a live band and a DJ later on in the evening and face painting, cotton candy, all sorts of, of things for families to just uh, come together to celebrate life, to celebrate uh, families, no matter what their family size looks like, um, that they could give give uh, something, whether that was their time, their talent, or, or their treasures, uh, to, um, yeah, promote, to promote life in Dickinson. Mm-hmm. So we were able to raise a lot of money for Connect Medical, and um, it was it was just a really beautiful celebration. It really was. It you know, really was beautiful. That came Jillian just a two mu- just just about two months after June twenty fourth was the Thank day you. that that was overturned. So we're right at about just over two months. We're two months yeah, yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. Um, so that event 
Very timely, you mm-hmm. know, very, very timely. And interesting that it was in the hearts of the pastors even before, you know, mm-hmm. that whole idea of it being, let's hope for this and let's plan an event in hope. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Speak to that a little bit. Like, you know, kind of what, what spurned that? Were they, were they thinking, um, were they thinking something completely different, like an event of prayer? Or were they thinking, no, let's really celebrate and, and plan and be hopeful in this? Yeah, you know, I, I would say the latter. They, okay. I, I think it really comes, uh, you see this, you know, often, but in, in this moment particularly, I saw the fatherhood of our oh. pastors. Um, yeah, that they, you know, almost brings tears to my eyes that, you know, they just, they want to take care of yeah. their children nice. and they want to show them, they want to model what it looks like uh, to, um, yeah, to have hope and, and to celebrate. And so, yeah, I think that they, uh, they wanted to give, uh, they wanted to provide an opportunity for others to put their charity, you know, really into action. They, that we believe what we believe about life and that, you know, the, the smallest human being has the most dignity and they wanted uh, to, yeah, put, put those words into practice to give them an opportunity to, to really show charity and to um, show that we aren't just about, you know, t- teachings or about action. Mm-hmm. We're, we're both. And, um, so, yeah, I think that it was really their, their fatherhood giving all of their children the ability to come together. Um, wow. Yeah, and, I love that. Yeah. It was so, um, I just so uplifting, I, I thought, um, and then Kelly, I know we've talked about it, but just to see everybody coming together, you know, and to see the priests there too, because I think when that decision did come down on June 24th, there was such excitement and disbelief too and joy and just all these things. And I remember... Um, visiting with Father Bill Rowell, who's my pastor at St. Patrick's after Mass that Sunday, and in his excitement, and he's, you know, and, and be able to share in that too, and him saying, like, we've got to do something, like, we need to come together. And I love how it was drawing people together. So there was that fellowship yes. of, of, of togetherness, an opportunity to give back, to allow the good work of Connect Medical to mm-hmm. continue mm-hmm. and to worship together, you know, Eucharist, Thanksgiving, really to give thanks and then to share a meal together. It was just such a beautiful time and um, to see, you know, the youth too, as, mm-hmm. as we talked about earlier, we had Bishop on to begin with talking about these mm-hmm. celebration of life uh, masses and the amount of, of young people and just seeing the kids um, together and celebrating and having fun was just such a blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it really was just uh, seeing the fruits of, yeah. of so much hard work that people have been doing in this community. And uh, yeah, I, I was so glad to, you know, play to play a part um, and, and just witness all of the families coming together. It was, yeah, it, like you said, fellowship and worshiping together um, and learning um, yeah. You know, knowing that uh, this is just the beginning. This yes. is just the beginning. It, it's yeah. not the end. We're not. We're not celebrating the, the mark, of the finish line, but mm-hmm. the beginning. Yes, yeah. and Jillian, we can we can tie that right back to Bishop because Bishop yeah. said this morning. You know, one of his first sentiments was, perhaps more important now are those works of charity. Mm-hmm. You know, those works of charity and and spurring people to action. And we have this pregnancy care center here. We got to support it. We got to minister. You go. You know, all these things and that event in and of itself was a work of charity out of the hearts of our fathers, really, yes. out of our pastors. Mm-hmm. It was a work of, of their love, like you so beautifully said. For the people. You know, and we, and we yes, there's work to continue to be done, but to take a moment to stop and celebrate yes. mm-hmm. and to say thank you. 
yes. is also important. You know, there, I think of, you know, the Ecclesiastes, there's, there's a time for everything, mm-hmm. you know, and, and to take that moment to have that time to celebrate and re-energize ourselves for the, the work that still is to be done to build a culture of life. So uh, let's take a, a quick break, listeners, and we're going to come right back with our guest, Jillian Kubik, the Director of Evangelization evangelization at queen of peace talking about the celebration of life event here in dickinson that happened this last weekend so don't go away we will be right back stay with us there's more real presence live to come on the real presence radio network are all sins forgivable even suicide I'm Father Chris Alar. Jesus said that there's only one unforgivable sin, the sin against the Holy Spirit. Basically, that means dying without repenting. But how can someone who dies suddenly, such as by suicide, have a chance to repent of any sins? Jesus tells St. Faustina that he comes to the soul at death and gives them three opportunities to repent. Regarding suicide, Catechism 2283 says, By ways known to him alone, God offers them the opportunity for repentance. In essence, the only unforgivable sin is not accepting the mercy of God. So to learn how to help your loved ones do just that, please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Uh, I remember even during that time, and, and this was uh, during the beginning years of John Paul II's pontificate, and whenever I heard him on TV, because he was always in the news, especially with his travels in Eastern Europe, Poland and all, I, I would hear the things that would come out of his mouth and I would go, there's no way this person is not close closer to God than I am. Mm. Uh, you know. So I always had this sort of secret respect for uh, for John Paul II. Of course I never said this to any of my <laughs> brethren friends, you know. You wouldn't dare. No, of course not. But I I, I I, I don't mean to disparage them because they taught me to love the scripture. And interestingly enough, even though they, they do not believe in the real presence of Christ in the sacrament, they had communion every Sunday. And so they really taught me to love the Lord's Supper uh, and to love the scriptures. And so I'm really thankful to them for that. listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Hello, listeners of Real Presence Radio. Thank you for staying with us as we continue with our live programming here from Dickinson, North Dakota this morning. My name is Amanda Ellerkamp, joined by my co-host Kelly Schneider, coming to you live from the Fisher Commons in Trinity Junior High and High School. And uh, joined this last segment with us, our our in-studio guest, Jillian Kubik, is the Director of Evangelization at Queen of Peace here in Dickinson. Uh, our, our Rapid City listeners might recognize the name. Jillian, you, uh, for a time, you and your husband lived in the Rapid City area in diocese, and you worked there. So our listeners, 89.9 and 94.7, uh, 
might be used to your voice and you being on the air. Which yes. Is lovely. Yes. Yeah. I worked at a, a parish in Rapid City, a Blessed Sacrament, for about two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a beautiful community, a really great uh, diocese. Um, not unlike our, not unlike our own. It, it felt like home in many ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, yeah, so I miss them a lot, and uh, glad glad to be back on the radio. <laughs> yes, it's lovely that we can, you know, as we're talking in this segment about coming together as a community in Dickinson, you know, mm-hmm. uh, of this Celebration of Life event we had in that community too. I think of like the Real Presence Radio family that we're mm-hmm. tied together, not over, only in a diocese or in a state, but in our region, you know, as I'm, totally. as I'm looking at our, our map here, you know, we have so many different listeners and that we're all um, joined together by this mission of yes. evangelization that you do the work of. So it's really, really a beautiful thing. So we're, we're visiting about um, the Celebration of Life event that happened in Dickinson this last Saturday. And we started the show this morning having Bishop Kagan on. He was here to celebrate that Mass. He celebrated another one Monday at the Cathedral, a Mass of Thanksgiving for the overturning of Roe versus Wade, nearly 50 years um, that we had the atrocity on the books. And I love the uh, statement that Bishop made about this is important that this was overturned. It was needed and it was necessary. But we won that battle, but the war continues, right? The Mm -hmm. war to build a culture of Mm -hmm. life continues uh, in our country, and there's much work to be done to to establish that as well as to repair the wounds that have been done by almost 50 years of legalized abortion in our country. So um, this Celebration of Life event was one step Mm -hmm. in that. Um, What now? You know, kind of thing like we, this happened, we celebrated. How do we, you know, how do we move forward uh, for our listeners of like, what do we do now? Yeah, that's that's a great. I think you know that is the the question uh, about this, and and I think there's you know it's a multifaceted answer. Uh, I think. Um, yeah, at a, at a state level, it was, like I said um, in the earlier segment, it was really good to hear from our representatives mm-hmm. to just uh, hear, yeah, what is what are, what are the conversations looking like um, in our legislature and what are some things to, um, you know, sometimes, you know, something as simple, uh, Vicki Steiner brought up, sometimes uh, a bill will be brought forth that's written in the negative. And so when you vote, you have to be very careful whether you vote yes or no, because uh, it can be written in the negative um, so as to not necessarily to, to trick, but but sort of to um, kind of go by the wayside of some people who aren't maybe reading as clearly or as closely. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, just really being involved, um, yeah, being involved uh, at, at your local um, legislation level yes. to... Um, and, and know what they're talking about. Um, call your representatives. Yes. Uh, you know, those numbers are very public. Uh, emails are public and they want, they want to hear from you, uh, support or, or if you, um, have some concerns, they want to hear that. Uh, so I think, yeah, getting involved in that way, just, just even being, uh, knowledgeable, knowing what those conversations look like, what bills are going to be brought forth. What are you voting on when you go into the ballot box? What, what is it that you are voting on? Do you know what measures, do you know what the bishops are saying about those measures? Do you know what your pastors are saying? Um, so that, that's kind of one, you know, practical tip. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, another one would be, uh, yeah, getting involved locally at your pregnancy help center. Um, there's so many, you know, one of the, the things that we did at the celebration of life was that we gave a, a monetary donation to, uh, connect medical, but we also gave them diapers and wipes mm-hmm. and they on their Facebook page often will uh, announce what their needs are. Mm-hmm. And so wherever you are, you know, there's, there's so many, um, I, I don't remember the exact number, but I want to say there's almost like three to five times the amount of pregnancy help centers as there are Planned Parenthood um, yes. clinics. Mm-hmm. So they have needs, you know, the pregnancy yep. help centers have, have a lot of needs and, um, and that's, that would be a really great, you know, simple way that you could give locally. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, one way that just at, at the parish level that we're trying to be a little bit more conscious is where we're ordering items from, you know, where, what, sure. what businesses we're patro- patroning, who we're supporting, sure. um, just to be conscious of where, you, where your money's going, uh, going from, you know, I think some people, it's easy to think that your one vote or your $5 don't mean a lot, uh, but it adds up. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, just being, you know, as a Catholic, being involved in the community mm-hmm. and, and stepping outside of the parish or outside of the parish boundaries and getting involved in the clinic, in your legislature, um, yet yeah, using, just making good, you know, prudent, uh, virtuous decisions in your everyday life would be just some practical tips that, that I would have that we're trying to do at the parish level also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we get so, we're, we're so inundated, right? We live in a culture of inundated messages all the time. We're being bombarded and... um what you said, Jillian, just hit the nail on the head with, are we paying attention? Mm-hmm. <laughs> are we paying attention to what we're doing? You know, like we, we get busy with life, which everybody does. Everybody does. But do we take the time to really pay attention mm-hmm. and, um, and, and to bring that into our families, the importance of paying attention mm-hmm. that, um, you know, finding that trustworthy news source to go to, mm-hmm. finding the, the credible sources of articles to read, sharing that over dinner conversations, mm-hmm. all those, the language that we're speaking, mm-hmm. you know, making sure that as a family, uh, we're praying for this to continue, that we're aware of um, Connect Medical in our community and, and women's care and the, the, the centers all around and what they're doing to promote life. Mm-hmm. Bring that to our kids. Yeah, and right? I think... You know, that local action, like, you know, Jillian, you mentioned is obviously so much more important now. It's always been important, but, you know, what what happened in the Dobbs case was it put the power back to the states. Yep. And so where before it might have maybe felt like Roe v. Wade was this insurmountable thing at the Supreme Court and we couldn't sure. really do anything about it, it's very practical that it's back to the trenches now, mm-hmm. right, to enact a good legislation and good policy in our states to make sure those resources are there for those that are in a crisis pregnancy or faced with some other difficulty for those that are hurting mm-hmm. from, you know, direct or indirectly participating in abortion, that there's very practical in that way, like supporting connect medical, like donating diapers, like calling your legislature, volunteering with your local right to life community. Those are really the boots on the ground now, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Now it's yep. back to the States yep. and, and we need to be empowered that we are called to make a difference and we need to, we need to act. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And, and no, you know, no action, no matter how small or large, you know, goes unseen. We, we were talking about, um, you know, 
something as simple as who the servers are at a mass. You know, God cares about those small things, mm-hmm. all those little details. Um, it's needed. And yes. yeah. And if, if not us, then, then who, then who? you know, who, yeah. who does it? Yes. Um, yep. Yeah. We're, we're all, we're all needed to do that. Yep. Absolutely. And I, and, and I think too, that the, the event that happened this last Saturday was just a reflection of all of that, of mm-hmm. like, We've worked so hard and there's still work to do, mm-hmm. but let's pause because it is important to thank God. It is important to celebrate and then we move forward, right? Yes. Then, then we're energized and we, and we take that, uh, that we gain those graces we gained from that event and we move forward. So, uh, we are just wrapping up here with, uh, Jillian Kubik from Queen of Peace, the director of evangelization. And uh, as we wrap up here, we're just going to send it back to Therese for a quick uh, preview of the next show. Yeah, thank you. So on the next Real Presence Live, Monday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, Steve Splonskowski and Tom O'Keefe are your hosts coming to you live from the Fargo studio. They'll discuss how we can make the Eucharistic revival a part of our lives with Dr. Mary Healy. Then Brad Gray and Josh Guler will share how men can respond to the call to lead in their families and parishes. All that and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's on Monday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. Thanks, Therese. That's going to be a great show, too. That is. So, so many good things going on, you know, all the time in our, in our communities and, and on, on the air and Real Presence Radio. And I think, you know, taking time to, to do these events and to think about them really reminds us that God is good. Right? Oh, There's gosh. so much, yeah. so much so goodness so in our world and, and in our community and in, in just just in life, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes we can get bogged down by those negative details. That's that's true. And I, I really like the word you used uh, a little bit ago, um, pausing. You know, as uh, Kelly, you were saying earlier that life gets busy and it's easy to allow life to just continue to get busy and the schedule to fill up. And so I think for Dickinson, for us to just pause, you know, on a normal Saturday, yeah. uh, just, you know, and say, no, we're going to actually make a really big deal about this and give everyone an opportunity to pause everything and come and celebrate. And then we see, oh, wow, you know, although Dickinson is, uh, it isn't the largest community, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's a, but, but I don't always know, I don't always get to see the St. Wenceslas parishioners or St. Patrick's parishioners. And so to come and see, oh, you know, there's, um, you know, there's the, my friend from St. Joseph's who's here and we're, we're going to celebrate together. You know, we all, we're all on the same page. So beautiful. Well, thanks for being with us, Jillian. Thank you, listeners. Kelly, it was great to be with you on here this morning. Have a great day, everyone. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence.